You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day. Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Line. Today, I am talking to Marie Drago, who is the founder and CEO of Galanay Skincare, which you guys know I love. And I've been speaking about doing this episode for a while, and I had so many comments about it because it's a probiotic skincare and body care range. Um, so, Marie, welcome to the show. Bonjour, thank you. Oh, I love really your. Happy to be here. I love your accent. I know. I'm, I've got a very strong accent. I'm a bit ashamed of it, but it seems that it's like fifty percent of my sex appeal. So oh my gosh! It's going to stay a little bit longer. I am so attracted to you just because of your accent. I'm serious. <laughs> I love a French accent. Um, when did you move to London? Eleven years ago. Okay. So my accent must have been even stronger when I arrived. But it's. In, I've been told that. Uh, the more confidence I take in myself, the stronger my accent is becoming. Oh, my god! I don't hear it. I've got, in my head, I've got a perfect Oxford accent. <laughs> I love it. So we've actually met before. Yes, we had a vinegar together. We had a vinegar together. And I would love to tell people the story of that because I can't quite remember how it happened, but I got an email or something about your skincare brand. Or did you message me? or uh, um, Your friend with Louisa. Oh, I used to work with her. That's right. Did Louisa give me some of the products to try? I think so, yes. Oh, my gosh. All of my best connections are through Louisa, I'm telling she you. She knows everyone. She really, really does. Um, yeah, and that's that's exactly it. I remember her saying, you are going to love this skincare brand, and you have to try it. And honestly, the, I do get a lot of products to try, so I'm always like, oh, my God, I don't have time to try any new products. But the way she was talking about especially your, um, is it called the cleansing bar? Yes, the way she was talking about that product was like, okay, fine, Louisa, I'll get it. Like, I'll use it. I'll use it. Can we talk about the cleansing bar? We can totally talk about <laughs> the cleansing bar. What is it? Um, it's a product that we had a lot of problems to make. So it's my problem child because it was a very innovative product. And it seems that it's a solid cleanser. So it looks like a soap. You use it as a soap. Um, but it's not really a soap. It's just a cleanser in a solid form. And it's extremely gentle. So it's pH 5. And as in everything with Galine, we put prebiotics and postbiotics inside. So there's lactic acid. It's been tested for very sensitive skin. And it's like the best soap you're ever going to use in your life. You I can agree. use it on your face, on your body. I use it on my intimate area. Yeah. Um, the problem is that you're not supposed to do this kind of soap that close to the pH of the skin. So it was really hard to manufacture. And then you talked about it and we sold out in like... Two days. I remember that. And we couldn't make it again. Uh, that was 
interesting and it keeps being interesting. It's still very hard to make, but it's our best selling product and people get crazy about it. Yeah, it's basically, a, yeah, it's a bar of soap. And it's you, a very you, white square, quite boring when you look at it. But beautiful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the most simplest things are the most beautiful. Um, so, yeah, you can just run it underwater and then just use it as a cleanser on your face. And like you said, I love to use it on my vagina. It's it's interesting and I love <laughs> Um, for me, like feminine hygiene is such a feminist issue it because is. we never talk about it and we don't really know how to care for it. Even I, like with, I have, I'm a pharmacist, so I was supposed to study this thing. And I was still saying, oh, no, I'll just use water and that's it. And no, no, water is too alkaline, actually, for this area. So you need to use acidic thing. You need to feed your bacteria downstairs. And that's really important. So you need to feed them lactic acid. And yeah, it's... I would love to develop a feminine hygiene range. Uh, I'm talking with a gynecologist next week, actually, about this. We spoke about this when we met the first time we met. It's an obsession. I need to get more budget to develop more products. Because right. So many product ideas and it's coming a bit slowly. But yes, we need to do this. OK, I want to talk about vagina related things. Excellent. Like later on in the show. But first, let's actually talk about Galanet and the brand and how it started and your history. So let's start with your background. You, like you went to university, I assume. Uh, yes. So I'm a French pharmacist. So I studied six years of pharmacy in a French university. Uh, but I'm not a really good pharmacist. I never really worked in a pharmacy. I trained as an industrial pharmacist, so I know a lot about how to produce things um, and what to put in products. Uh, but I always wanted to work in beauty. So as soon as I graduated, I went to Ireland. Actually, I worked for La Roche-Posay in Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the weather got a bit onto me. So I moved to London for better weather. Yeah. Is, does London have better weather than yes, Ireland? Yes. yes. And okay. I love Ireland and everyone is so nice, but it's raining yeah. every day. So like, Yeah. I London love the people in Ireland. And oh, my gosh. I learned English uh, with an Irish accent, which you don't hear. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gone. It. <laughs> it's 100% gone if you ever had an Irish accent. Okay, so can we talk about French skincare products as well? Um, like French pharmacy products you get in French pharmacies. It's the best. Did you grow up using all of that stuff and you just, did you always know it was so better than the rest? Or French women, we do our skincare shopping only in French pharmacy most of the time. We don't go to supermarkets really. Yeah. And French pharmacies, even as of today, I've got my own brand. You've got to take my credit card away from me when I enter a French pharmacy. Because They're insane. Because there's so many things that you want to try. Everything is really tempting. And we've got very cheap things, but they're really good. Yes. So I love this French brand called Catier, for example, and they just do clay. How do you and spell that? Uh, C-A-T-T-I-E-R. I've never heard of it. No, they're not sold in England. And you can buy either one kilo of clay, whatever color you want, according to your skin type, or they do very simple products. Uh, it's like maximum probably five pounds. Uh, and like, people stock up on that because it's so good. And it's full of little brands like that, that have been either around for 50 years or are very innovative, are doing things that has never been seen before. And it's all affordable for less than 20 so, oh my gosh, yeah, you really are so cool. You have to be in the know when you go into a French pharmacy. I mean, you could pick up anything and it was it's probably going to be good, but it's just sometimes a French person will say you have to get this product. All the girls love this product. That's true, but also pharmacists in France they really like to advise. Okay. So they're really good for that and they have all the time you want to talk about your skin and which is good and they will have their own passion. So it's interesting talking to pharmacists. Really, really interesting. Okay, so then you moved to London and And then I I worked for Soap and Glory for quite some time. Oh, you worked for Soap and Glory? Yes, when it was still a tiny, uh, tiny company. So I was so lucky to be able to work with Marcia Kilgore, yeah. who created the brand. She's a bit... I need to get her on the podcast, oh actually. Gosh, yes. She's the most inspirational woman I've ever met. 
yeah. she's amazing. And so Soap and Glory, we started, it was such a small company. When I started, we were 10 and it grew up so fast. Yeah, Soap and Glory is huge. And now th she has Beauty Pie and I she has... Beauty Pie. All my makeup is Beauty Pie. Really? Yes. It's like, because I know how she develops products and she will go to the best factories, negotiate the best prices and get the best product very... Like, even the Soap and Glory makeup is really good. I love Soap and Glory. Okay, let's stop talking about Soap and Glory. Sorry. We're here to talk about Galanay. <laughs> I'm going to get Marsha on here later. But, um, okay, so so you were working for Soap and Glory. What happened next? Uh, I took a job that was uh, in a bigger company, and that was a bit... It was not my thing. I realized that I really liked working in small companies, and I always had in the back of my mind that maybe when I was going to create my brand, I was very lucky to work with a lot of entrepreneurs before. And you're like... I kind of want to do what you do. And so I kept talking, talking about it to all my friends. And um, and then on the side, I got sick, actually. I, I got some a couple of really rare autoimmune disease mm -hmm. uh, where my immune system just get crazy. And I was on a very heavy treatment and it was not really a cool treatment. Like it's And it was not really working, to be honest. And so I was getting very interested in probiotics and the microbiome, so your bacteria that live with you and how they can help regulate inflammation in your body. And when they just did, uh, and I thought, oh my God, like people do a lot of things in the gut for probiotics and the microbiome, and it's a very big area of medicine and research, and no one is doing anything for the skin, and I've got all this skin experience that I could use. And so... I called my university in France uh, and I told them, oh, guys, I'm looking for microbiome studies for the skin or like probiotic for skin and I cannot really find anything. And they told me that um, it was a very new science, but a very interesting area of research and that it was a good thesis subject. And actually, I had left my university without passing my thesis. So I went back to school 15 years after the end of my studies. They passed a law just after so that people cannot do that anymore. Uh, and I passed my thesis on uh, the skin microbiome. Okay. And I patented my thesis and I used it to create Galinet formulations. So Whoa, girl. It was really lucky. And in the same side, side, I was like talking about, I want to create my brand, I want to create my brand. And one day my flatmate told me, look, Marie, like, please do a business plan and I will help you finance your brand just so that you can shut up. <laughs> and um, I want that kind of flatmate. Yeah, today he's, uh, <laughs> he's in, on my board, so he's an investor in my company. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, I actually have a question, a call-in question from a listener talking all about the studies um, to do with probiotics. So let's play it. Hi, Estee. My name is Nadia and I really enjoyed the episodes with Anjali and also the gut stuff. There have been so many rigorous studies about gut bacteria and which strains of bacteria have positive impacts on certain things. For example, one strain of bacteria was found to prevent colon cancer and another was found to prevent infection by other bacteria. So then probiotics manufacturers for gut health would know from the results of these studies which strains to include in their products for it to have a positive effect. My understanding from what Anjali said was that there has not been as much research done on skin bacteria in comparison to gut ones. So my question is, which studies, if any, are the Galenay products and other probiotic skincare based on? Thank you. So, Anjali. Yes. She was talking smack. No, she wasn't actually. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. She was not. But she was basically saying in her episode of the podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's with Anjali Mata. She's a dermatologist. And she was essentially saying that 
the um, probiotics that are good for your gut have nothing to do with the with the bacteria on your face. Now, what do you have to say about that? Because she told me you guys have been on a panel together and yes, you were kind of... a very intense panel. Yeah, yes. she said you were like <laughs> battling your corners. So what's your take on that? Um, so, yeah... Um, Galine is specialized in the microbiome, so everything that is related to the bacteria that live with you and in you and on you. And the microbiome is a quite the most exciting area in medicine and science at the moment because it's revolutionizing what we think about ourselves and how we see our own body. And everyone is super excited about the gut microbiome because that's where most of the bacteria live and also because it's linked to a very wide array of new diseases, so you know, like obesity, depression, autism, uh, Crohn's disease, it all seems to be linked to the gut microbiome. So everyone, when we discovered the microbiome, focused on the gut. And the skin was like the poor kid of the <laughs> class. And now skin microbiome is getting quite cool, actually. So next week, I'm going to the European Microbiome Conference, which is a science conference with all the scientists in the microbiome meet and talk. And the skin uh, has the same space than the gut in all the conferences. Okay. So the science is very new, especially on the skin, but it's getting better and better. And from what I see and all the communication and all the articles I read uh, in the science side, uh, there is really good evidence now of what works and what doesn't work. And it's true that f in skincare, so Galine is a beauty brand and I have no claim about curing anything. We are focused on sensitive skin and we are really happy with that. But from what I see on the science side, um, for acne and eczema typically, there's going to be very exciting innovations coming from the microbiome space with certain strains that are specific for the skin. Uh, and I cannot wait for it to be on the market because that's the amazing thing for me that soon you're going to cure acne for real and forever with bacteria. So that's right. really cool. So it's not the same bacteria on your skin as in your gut? It varies. Typically, when we talk about probiotic in skincare, we usually use lactobacillus, which you can find in your gut. Uh, and most of the probiotic we take are actually lactobacillus. You find it a lot in your vagina. Uh, so it's a bacteria that is the most predominant inside uh, the feminine area. And also sometimes on the skin, but it's not a native species of the skin. It doesn't mean that it's not interesting to put on skin because it's a very safe bacteria. So we know it very well. So it's been studied for 50 years and there's no reaction. And also it helps with everything like the pH of the skin. So it's good for lowering the pH. Uh, and it's also stimulating your own bacteria. So the mechanism is not totally clear how it works, but it's always been used uh, in skincare for a very long time. So some premium brands have used it predominantly for like 20 years and never said it because it was bacteria, so it was a bit dirty. Right. Now it's getting cool. So people yeah. say like we've got probiotic, we've got bacteria in our products. Yes. But no, it's a very safe and very effective product. And I've seen the studies, I, every ingredient I pick to put in my product uh, I look at the studies and they are good studies. Right. Um, and is it true that you cannot put live bacteria in a product? I was reading something about that. Uh, so the European regulation says that you cannot really have live bacteria in a product because you've got to make sure your product is safe. Uh, but there is one brand that I really love. It's called Mother Dirt. And yes, they're a new brand. They're a new brand. Uh, they're actually not really a beauty brand. Originally, they're um, a biotech brand right. based in the States. Yes, and I just heard about this brand. It, I find it really cool. Uh, and their key product is a live bacteria spray uh, with a special bacteria 
that they call Enobi, and you spread to skip your shower, actually. So the founder hasn't showered in 16 years, I think. Excusez-moi. Yeah. Hasn't showered in 16 years. He's I've got a really problem with that. He really believes in what he says, and um, it's quite interesting, and this guy is a bit special, but it works for him. Uh, and so, yeah, you spray this live bacteria on your face. It's a beauty product. Uh, it can allow you to... Stop smelling, it seems, if you don't take a shower. And they are also looking at this bacteria for actually heart disease. So they are also developing a whole medical side uh, to their company, which is really cool. So that's the only example I know of a live bacteria. Uh, in Galinée, we use, it's a bit technical, but it's called tindalized bacteria, which is bacteria that are not live anymore, but they are still intact, the cell and everything is still there. And after that, you've got most of the probiotic brands that use a mush of bacteria, where it's been whizzed, like nutribulated bacteria. Right. Uh, Is that as not as effective, I assume? It's still effective. It's not as effective. Uh, I picked my bacteria because, yeah, the studies were really good. Uh, but it's still effective, and it's, um, it's a good cosmetic ingredient. Okay. Um, okay, so you started getting these autoimmune disorders, and is that the first time you started kind of taking notice of the microbiome and, and all these bacteria and things like that? Is that the first interest you took in it? Yes, no, totally. Uh, in university, we didn't really learn about it. I, I trained 15 years ago. Uh, but at the time, it was interesting. We were saying, I was told, you've got a lot of neurons in your guts, and there's lots of things happening in your gut, and we don't understand why it's there. And now we understand that it's because there's a lot of bacteria in your gut and they communicate with your body nonstop. And so that's why you've got all this neural system and all these nerves. Um, but yeah, it didn't exist when I studied pharmacy. So I had to get sick and to understand why I was sick to be able to research uh, all this microbiome thing. And when I discovered it, I was like, wow, it's like a new planet. And yeah. I think it's more and more I think about it as your body is a planet and there's life on it. And your job is to protect your environment mm -hmm. because if you like ecology and sustainability for your whole planet, it makes sense to treat your body the same way. So preserve the biodiversity, not to be too harsh with it and cultivate it as a garden. And so, for example, I never really liked to eat vegetables. It was never my thing. But now that I think that I'm feeding the good guys inside, it works a lot better. Yeah, it's a huge change in perspective, kind of. And I'm kind of going through it right now. But I really liked what you said earlier in the episode, which was that learning about the microbiome and stuff, it really helps you take ownership of your own body and everyone is different. And the gut stuff were telling me that eventually we might have like um, probiotic companies making products specifically for an individual because no one needs no the same thing. No one has, the, has the same bacteria as you. You are born sterile, but like for half a second, because after that you're covered with your mother bacteria. Right. And what I love, for example, is that babies that are born with C-section don't have the same bacteria than their mom. Is that uh, true? That makes a lot of sense, but I never thought about yes, it. because a normal baby norm born the normal way, he rubs his face against your his mother vagina. So it's... Um, which Ooh. is not fun, but it's covered in, in the right kind of bacteria, lactobacillus. Right. A baby born by C-section, the first bacteria that he has are the hands of the nurse. Right. So already you've got two different microbiome and you're not even one second old. And after that, everywhere you live, what you eat, the way you, you know, what you wear, your environment, everything, we, you will 
catch and grow your own bacteria, which means that when you reach adult age, you've got your own very specific microbiome. And <sighs> it's unique to you. And yeah, you've got to take care of it. And before we get into the rest of this conversation, let's take a quick ad break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right. All right. So this is all very confusing and no one really knows what they're doing when it comes to probiotics and prebiotics. And I still, quite honestly, don't even know what they are. And I got so many questions about probiotics. <laughs> so let's play one of the questions. Hey, Estee. Um, I just, I'm really confused all the time when I go into health stores or the grocery store and you see a whole wall of probiotics, prebiotics, and all these words like the 5 billion, 5 billion, 4 billion, 6 billion, acidophilus, these different types of um, bacterias. And how are we supposed to know which one is best for us? So that's my question to you. That's a good question. Um, it's it's the question everybody has. I mean, we've all been there staring at the wall and it's like billion, million, trillion, skillion. And you're like, I don't know. I'm done. I'm not even going to look anymore. So it's true that on the nutrition side, probiotics, it's a very interesting area because there is more and more studies, but there are always kind of small scale studies so far what I've seen. Um, so my take on it is a bit special is that uh, I've taken a lot of drugs in my life for disease purposes so I'm not a big fan of pills <laughs> yeah so I much prefer my probiotics and my bacteria to come from my food so like the good stuff girls uh, I love fermented food so kimchi kefir sauerkraut cheese <laughs> always oh jeez. Uh, and that's how I get my own bacteria and after that um, the prebiotics so the food for my own bacteria uh, I either get from eating as much plants as I can or even supplementing with inulin so that the only supplement I will buy in any health food store is inulin. It's like a very cheap powder. It costs like 
five pounds for a kilo. And I add it in my smoothies in the morning, like one little spoon. Is like a little powder? It's a little powder. It's slightly sweet because prebiotics tend to be little sugar. So it's um, it got a little sweet taste, but it doesn't go in the bloodstream. So you can give it to diabetic people. Oh, interesting. Uh, and it's just basically feeding the good bacteria in your gut. So that's my take on it. It's not a very commercial take because yeah. all these probiotics that you see, they're probably all good, but... The best thing I've heard about probiotics uh, is by a scientist who said probiotics are a nice breeze between two open windows. They're not supposed to stay there in your gut anyway. So right. you will have to take them every day. So you might as well take them as food. Right. I've got to eat more sauerkraut helping. and no. vegetables. That's 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 best. In I love kimchi I love cheese it. sandwich is the best thing you will ever have in your kimchi life. Kimchi and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. But yeah, everybody that I'm talking to is basically saying, look, eat more vegetables, eat fermented food. And I know it's not really selling anything. Yeah. Uh, and you're not going to have a book written just saying eat a little bit of everything. Right. And that's it. <laughs> but that's actually what seems to work. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And I have another question about um, somebody who has Crohn's disease. And I actually, I knew that you had autoimmune issues, but I, I mean, this is just perfect. Maybe you can help this person. Hi, Estee. My question is related to Crohn's disease. Um, I've been diagnosed about two months ago, and I've been having trouble with trying to find a probiotic, not just for my gut health, but also for my skin and my overall health in general. And I guess my question is, is what brands or what type of probiotic should I be looking at to heal my Crohn's disease, but also to heal my skin from within. Thank you. Okay, so obviously your answer is probably going to be the same, which is eat fermented foods, eat a little bit of everything. And then for the skin, is it always a topical probiotic? Uh, No, so there are studies actually saying that there are some probiotics that you can take that will reduce the inflammation in your gut uh, and that will help you with your skin. And I've seen like two or three uh, good studies about some strains of lactobacillus that can help with acne and that can help with eczema. Uh, so there are things that you can take to lower the inflammation on your skin. For the Crohn's disease question, I'm sorry because it's a heart disease. And for me, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Uh, and actually, it turns out it was not a bad version of it. So as of today, I've got no flare anymore. But it's um, it's an annoying disease because you're not cured ever from it, it seems, up until uh, we fix it with gut microbiome things. And there's a lot of research at the moment on Crohn's disease and the microbiome, and now you can help uh, make it better. And I've seen some of the first clinical studies on something that you're going to find disgusting, but which is called fecal matter transplant, where we yes. use the microbiome of someone else that is healthy and see if it helps. And uh, I saw some very early results saying that it might help. So, so how does that work exactly? Have you done this? So I've never done it. Um, I, it, I could get better for me, but I've, ne- I've never reached that stage yet. Uh, so there's a proper way, which is done in a hospital, uh, where they actually take the poo of a healthy donor. Uh, they mix it with water and they just inject it up your bum. Uh, Whew, and what an afternoon. It's a good afternoon, but it's been saving lives uh, on some very um, on some colitis that where people from were dying from. So it's a really good treatment. After that, I've heard a lot of um, 
people trying to do it for themselves. So, and you buy your special blender and you oh. help a nice Poop friend blender. to be a donor. Yeah, don't use I the same Nutribullet for your smoothies. No, and N-O. probably don't do it at home either. Like it's, okay. uh, you're playing with a lot of bacteria that you don't really know yeah. where they're going and where they're coming from. So yeah, we'd leave it to the professional for the moment. So basically the healthy person's poop Uh, like the good bacteria attacks the bad bacteria. Exactly. And you can replace your microbiome. Wow. And um, the gut stuff were telling me that you can fix an unhealthy gut. You you can actually reverse negative things. So for me, typically, it worked really well. I had a diet that was mostly cheese and bread and meat. Um, And now just it's an everyday thing, but with the right kind of nutrition. Uh, I don't have the bloating anymore. It doesn't hurt anymore. Uh, and even if one or twice, you know, like I stray, uh, it will come back to normal. So, yes, you can get better, wow. but it's not a quick fix. And it's just having a healthier lifestyle. Every yeah, day. exactly. OK, so let's get back to your actual brand. So you had this flatmate who was like, OK, just please shut up. I'm going to help you do this company. Did you also have a Kickstarter campaign? Uh, so yeah, we are a very small company. We started very small. So I had my flatmate invested. I, I had one of my best friends and a friend of my dad. And it was not really enough to start a brand. So I did a Kickstarter campaign on top. Uh, we seem to be the first ever beauty brand that succeeded on Kickstarter. Awesome. Uh, we raised, it was quite small, but it was 15,000 pounds. And it helped me do my first production. Uh, so we managed to do the Kickstarter and then I paid my factory and they manufactured six pallets of products, 5,000 of each. What uh, were your first products? What did you start with? I started with a face cream, a body lotion, the hand cream, the face mask, and oh, I'm missing one. Oh, and the facial cleanser, the foaming right. cleanser, which is our bestseller. Uh, and it's really it's getting really real when you receive six pallets of products and you're like, OK, and now <laughs> I've got to yeah. sell them. Like, what do you do? Go door to door? Yes. And, <laughs> like, how do you sell products from a brand new company? Uh, so you use emails and phone a lot trying to get appointment with buyers. And also I did a lot of door to door in pharmacies yep. because all the microbiome and probiotics, it resonated a lot with pharmacies. So they were quite happy to take a new mm-hmm. brand that was really weird at the time because we were saying actually we are going to grow bacteria on your skin but for them it made a lot of sense because they were already selling probiotics uh, supplements Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah a lot of door-to-door your brand was the first brand i'd ever heard about that had probiotics in it were you the first brand to do it no um we were the first brand to talk about it i right that's right you said some brands have been using it for kind of 20 years so typically the i'm going to quote some other brands but the night repair serum from estee lauder is mostly probiotics oh really and that's almost all there is inside advanced night repair yeah Wow. But they never talked about it because bacteria was dirty. You're giving them a great marketing strategy here. Good luck for them to change the (laughs) course of their marketing (laughs) campaign. Uh, So we were the first one to talk about it. And we are also the first one to try to grow your own bacteria rather than to add bacteria to your skin. So that's why we use a lot of prebiotic uh, in our products. And also lactic acid, which is going to make all your bacteria happy on your skin and lower the skin pH and feed the right kind of bacteria 
so that actually it's not only we bring bacteria to your skin, we grow your own microbiome, which is a cool Interesting. Part. Okay. And then did you ever have skincare issues that, that also made you want to start this brand? Like I'm literally covered in eczema right now because yeah. I'm just a little stressed, but I, I need it. It's not going away. But I, I've had eczema for years and years and years and nothing ever works. I just kind of have to ride it out. But We can talk about okay. it. Okay. Uh, but yes, so I had, a, I have, uh, I think, a very reactive skin. Um, so I always used French pharmacy brown, so nothing very aggressive ever, but even putting water on my face was making me break out and have massive red patches. And I always thought I had a very difficult skin. Um, and so now I'm only using my own products and it works really well for me and my skin is so much better. I also think the nutrition played a role in the fact right. that I'm eating so much better. So you do think that that gut health can change skin the way your yes. skin looks. It's it's scientifically proven that inflammation can start in the gut and it's spread to the rest of the body. Right. And typically it will lead to inflamed skin, so mm -hmm. more reactive skin. Okay. So yeah, no, that's good now. We've got the science on that. So do you have this product, this eczema product out already that people can buy? Uh, so we've got four of our products now, I think, have been tested on atopy-prone skin, which is a way to say skin-prone to eczema. Uh, the soap is one, typically the body lotion, the hand cream, and the face cream, I think. Um, so, yes, uh, because eczema, now uh, we understand, is linked to one bacteria, so a bad bacteria called uh, Staph aureus, right. that goes crazy on your skin and then lead to eczema lesions. So just by feeding the good guys on your skin, you can try to reduce these bad bacteria right. and actually fix the problem. What causes eczema? I only really get it if I'm stressed or anxious. So it's interesting that it's what we call multifactorial disease. So there's a lot of things going into place, including your stress level, inflammation level, probably your genetics too. Uh, but this bacteria, the staph aureus, seems to be there everywhere uh, right. when you've got eczema. And you can see the bacterial population changing on eczema lesion, which means that there is a bacterial right. influence. So it seems that this bacteria um, is releasing some inflammatory factors that mm -hmm. you, triggers your skin and leads to the inflammation. Mm -hmm. uh, so next week, I know I'm going to have a lot of science uh, conferences talking about eczema and how you can actually use probiotics to fix eczema. Interesting. Yeah, because um, I was reading, I think, maybe in Stylist Magazine last week, there was a big article about how more people are getting eczema lately. It's becoming so more prevalent. So that's called like modern disease, all these inflammatory diseases that are spreading everywhere. So Crohn disease, uh, eczema, allergies, food allergies, everyone seems to be getting them for yeah. the last, what, 20 years yeah. and it's spreading and spreading. And we didn't understand why. And then we looked and discovered the microbiome and suddenly you realize that all these microbes that were with you were protecting you and also teaching your immune system not to overreact and we killed them so bad. Oh my <laughs> So gosh. we've been using so much antibiotics, uh, our lifestyle is so much cleaner, uh, you don't really interact with bacteria anymore in your daily life because everything is so clean and constructed. Yes. Um, so that's an interesting theory that they call the hygiene theory which is all these new diseases actually stem from the fact that we mistreated our microbes. Right. I, I mean, I was talking to someone the other day about how, you know, sanitizing everything is actually what you just said, doing us more harm than good sometimes. Yes. And I, I was um, reading an interview of another probiotic brown uh, founder called is, is from AC Probiotics. Okay. Uh, he's got seven kids and he says that he's asking them to eat a spoonful of dirt once a month. Ew. 
I'm not going that far, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they released a microbiome book called Dirt is Good. And uh, yeah, we've been a bit over clean yeah. and it's probably not really good for your immune system. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm basically living in a construction site, breathing in dust <laughs> and dirt every day. So I feel like I'm never going to get sick again. So you should get some plants. Plants are good. And I got some. As much as possible. Yeah. And, and touch your plants. Touch my plants. Yes, so that you get plant bacteria on your skin. So everything on planet Earth has a different bacteria. Like plants? Yes, plants have their bacteria, and now they're trying to map all the bacteria in the world. So you've got soil bacteria, you've got house bacteria. So it's really interesting. For example, sometimes you feel your office is making you sick yes. because what lives in your aeration vents is not the natural bacteria for you to be with. Um, so now they are building hospitals, for example, thinking how can we make sure that in hospital it's the right kind of bacteria that develop and not the pathogenic one. So it's totally changing the way that you see your world. And uh, yes, I've got a microbiome for everything now. Holy moly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, before we talk about vaginas, I want to talk <laughs> about the pH in general. So obviously, our skin has a pH and everything like that. Is our toners what kind of fixes the pH back to what it should be? Do we need to be using a toner? I know you have a facial vinegar. I do like my vinegar. Yeah. Uh, so you always should use pH-neutral products. The question is neutral compared to what? Uh, so pH is a measure of acidity of anything, and it goes from zero, very, very acidic, to 14, very alkaline. Your blood is pH 7, uh, your skin is pH 5, your scalp is pH 4. So you should use pH 5 products if you put anything on your skin. But it's true that if you use a soap, for example, soaps tend to be like pH 8, 9, so too alkaline for your skin. So after that, you should use a toner to rebalance and re-put your skin at the right pH. Okay. Because your skin will like it and your bacteria will like it too. Got it. Okay. And I have a really interesting question about antibiotics. And towards the end of the question, we talk about yeast infections. Mm. My favorite topic. <laughs> so let's play this question. Hey, Estee. Lisa from East Coast Canada here. What up, fellow Canucks? Super timely that you're doing a podcast about probiotics because I am currently on day three of a seven-day prescription of a very strong antibiotic for a sinus infection. Sinuses are starting to feel better, but my gut and my bowel are very unhappy right now. I went to the drugstore yesterday to find some probiotics to take to help with this, but I quickly got really confused because there's so many different strains out there and I don't know what the most helpful one is when you're taking an antibiotic. And further to that, do you take them at the same time as you're taking your antibiotic? Do they counteract one another? Should I wait till I'm done my prescription to start in on them? Just so many questions. And as well, I noticed in the women's health section that there's these capsules now that are relatively new to me that are probiotic that claim when inserted vaginally, it helps with the prevention of a yeast infection that can often be caused by taking an antibiotic. Super intriguing and would be very beneficial if they worked. Um, so yeah, any insight you can provide would be awesome. First, let's talk about the whole antibiotic and probiotic thing, because usually when you get a prescription, they also tell you to take a probiotic with it. Do you? What do you think? Should you take it after? Do you take it during? Does it really help? Um, so, yes, in France, they prescribe probiotic with antibiotic now. Uh, it's true that um, antibiotic is 
It's the most wonderful medicine ever because it's saving lives every day. But it's also a little nuclear bomb on your gut usually. So it's wiping everything that there is. Uh, and it's good to feed it uh, again. So there's nothing wrong with taking probiotics with your antibiotics. After that, uh, is there a noted benefit from it? I've seen some recent studies that say that they are not really sure that it actually helps that much. Right. Uh, but I would still do it as a prevention because yes. antibiotics can be a bit violent. And for vaginal probiotics, uh, it's getting interesting too. So, um, uh, for example, I used to have tampons with probiotics inside. What? Yes, it's. Uh, I don't remember the name of the brand, but you can find them. You cannot find them in England, but they sell them in France. Um, because you've got a lot of bacteria in your vagina and they need to be kept happy. Uh, and there's good evidence to say that, yes, if your vaginal microbiome is feeling good and well, it can prevent you from infections. And also they are looking into some kind of cancer and HIV and how if your bacterial layer is uh, well, you can prevent the virus from entering. So it's very, very early day, but that's going to be a very exciting area of medicine when it's happened. That is super interesting. Well, I recently switched to organic tampons. I did another podcast with um, the founders of a tampon brand called On, and they use only organic um, tampons with no plastic and preservatives and all that stuff in it. And they said that they found that so many people are not getting yeast infections during or after their period because of it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I always got to be shocked when I discover what goes into tampons usually. Oh my God, it's terrifying. So what is a yeast infection? I just finally, I can talk about this openly here. What is it? Uh, so I'm not a doctor, but from the ph pharmacists are cool because we can, we know a little bit about everything and we've got a lot of confidence about <laughs> it. Um, but usually the main thing happening in your vagina is a bacteria from the lactobacillus type. So your vagina is actually quite acidic because of this bacteria. Uh, the bacteria produce lactic acid, which will kill everything else. Uh, if you start getting uh, damage to this bacteria, you can see the pH getting higher. And usually that leaves room for other bacteria to develop or yeast. Right. And suddenly your microbiome is imbalanced and uh, things start to happen that shouldn't happen. Lots of things. Oh, my um, God. If there's any guys out here listening, you have no idea <laughs> the drama of a having a vagina. It's uh, And also it's a very underlooked area, it I is. think, in medicine because... There's a lot of male doctors or male scientists, and it's not a big subject. So for me, for example, the vaginal microbiome is such a cool subject. If we can manage to maybe one day prevent HIV with it, like imagine. But to this conference I'm going to next week, uh, I think there's one talk about vaginal microbiome, and that's it. Wow. So one out of 200. That's insane. It is insane, and it is a shame, but it's developing. So yeah. I'm not giving up uh, on that. And as much as I can talk about the vaginal microbiome, I will. Um, and so there's also something called bacterial vaginosis, right? And I've discovered that the treatment for that, I was looking at all these ingredients because I was like, are there probiotics in this? Da, 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 da. I think there is lactic acid in these products. Is that right? Do you know yes. about this? So lactic acid is a really good thing to put down there in the right quantities and concentration and everything because it will 
feed the right kind of bacteria and it also will lower the pH to yes. the normal pH again. So most of vaginal products usually have lactic acid inside. Um, I'm always like all everything to wash your vagina with uh, that has SLS, for example, inside. I'm always a bit shocked to see yes. that. Uh, you don't really need to wash anything, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if you are looking for something with something with lactic acid inside. Interesting. Okay, so um, anytime I've ever mentioned like you know any sort of soap for your vagina, everybody's like, you don't need any soap down there. Blah blah blah. Exactly like you said. You know, we have products like Vagisil and stuff like that, but they just feel so stripping and filled with chemicals. So we're not using those. But your soap, for instance, your bar soap, that's just something that's not going to be stripping down there and it's just going to help reset the pH. Is that, is uh, that what it's going to do? So to be honest, I'm too small still and I haven't done the proper studies on that. I just know that I'm using it and for me it's what works the best. Right. Uh, so that's why like, I, I want to meet with gynecologists and talk about that. But yes, it seems that's just water. Using just water, which I was always told is yeah. actually stripping too because water is pH 7 and the London water is so hard right. uh, that it's actually not really helping. So you should use an acidic product in that zone. Oh my gosh. There's so much to know about pH and probiotics and prebiotics and all of this stuff. And I think we should always ask the other brands, or my brand, but always ask for what are the pH of products that yeah. you are using because it's never really displayed really clearly. Absolutely and not. It's such a difference. When you buy a body wash from any brand, it's, you'd have no idea what pH that is. And you need a pH 5. So, you know, I think if consumers start to ask about it, They'll the industry will change because it's really reacting very quickly to any consumer request. Interesting. Okay, and what products, I know you, you've spoken that you want to do some feminine hygiene products, but what are the next plans for Galanae? What do you want to achieve from the brand? Oh my God. Uh, so I want to go everywhere where there's a bacteria on your body. So that means that we just launched Scalp Care. Oh, I have to talk about that. It, I love it. Oh, really? Oh, I cool. love it. I have it in my shower and I absolutely love it. I mean, of course, it doesn't foam. There's no foaming. Yes, which is a disturbing part. But it's my bestseller product, the cleansing cream. Like people are buying it by two or three. Uh, yeah. It seems to be really helping. It's disturbing. But once you get used to it, it's not disturbing at all. It feels nice. Your hair feels clean. And guys love it. Yes. Even if it doesn't foam and guys love the foam. Usually. Guys love it. Um, you know, I've, I've tested on every guy I've had in my shower and they all seem... <laughs> positive about it so that's good um and what other products do you have at, you've got the face vinegar you've got all those ones we've oh um, the mask is amazing the mask is cool so yeah i really like the vinegar the serum the anti-aging serum i really like Love because it. it's so concentrated yeah and there's a lot of bacteria inside which makes me really happy uh, so yes, scalp care we just launched. We've got like a little um, pH uh, balancing spray for your hair, which is working really well as a finishing touch. And yeah, I'm working on a, I'm working on a lot of new bacteria zones. Interesting. So I bought you some samples if you want to try. Oh my gosh! Um, I think I was one of the first people to try the vinegar. You were, and I hope it didn't leak in your bag because no. we fixed the cap since then. <laughs> no, it didn't. Oh, I have a question actually about when you're formulating products. Like when you went into your factory or wherever it's made. Were all of the people like, what are you talking about? We're adding this stuff in there? Yes. So that's been a challenge to find a lab that was open-minded enough because all cosmetic products that were made up until then was always to kill bacteria. You put preservatives inside and the aim is to keep it for three years on a shelf and so that it doesn't move. Uh, so when I said that I wanted to make products to 
feed bacteria, uh, they went a bit panicky. But my lab is a very reputable lab in France. And they told me, look, Marie, like we've been doing peach shower gels for ages. Like if we can do something a bit more fun, we'll totally take it on. So they've been super supportive. And everything is made in an extremely clean environment so that there's no contamination when we manufacture the product. Yeah. And every time that I come to them with something like, I want to put vinegar in products. And every time they're like, really that's not how we do things but okay and so it's amazing that i'm able to work with such good people that actually listen to my crazy stuff yeah and well, so yeah, the vinegar the was a bit weird for them and um, <laughs> yeah at the moment like the shampoo that doesn't foam they had like mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on a mouthwash oh and they were like so we are going to put antibacterial in the mouthwash like no 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 you don't understand we are going to feed mouse bacteria wow. and that's kind of thing uh Weird, but okay. And I'm so lucky that I've got investors that will tell me, like, yeah, sure, like, do your thing. It's it's fun. Yeah, like, think of all the bacteria you have inside your mouth. And now you hurt them every day, twice a day, by trying to kill them all. It's so sad. Huh? Are your is your mouthwash gonna make my breath smell good though? Uh, <laughs> so, like, it's a insight in how you develop products. Um, the ingredients, everything is totally on point. It's going to. It doesn't strip anything. It makes your mouth feel really clean, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the flavor I'm working on, I don't like mint, so I don't want mint. What? In okay. I, I don't like to be cold inside. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so we have flavor problems at the moment. But right. I'm confident that I will try to find the great grapefruit taste that I want to have. Interesting. Very, very cool. And how many people are part of your team? It can't just be you. Uh, so it started just be me. And now, uh, since this week, actually, we are seven. Oh, congrats. And uh, the seventh uh, arrival, she's, uh, she's our little intern. She's going to do customer service. And um, she genuinely thought that we were 200 when she arrived at the office. And oh. she was so shocked to discover that it was one room with like six people inside. Yeah. Um, doing a million things. Doing a lot of fun things. And uh, yeah, f I love the fact that days are, you never know what's going to happen. That's in the really exciting. So that's what I, I am having so much fun. And I hope the rest of the team is having fun too. Oh, but, yeah. that's great. And where are your products sold? Uh, so in England, we are in uh, Harvey Nichols. We are in Whole Food, uh, Look Fantastic, pharmacies. We do really well on our own website. And then we are spreading internationally at the moment. So we are not big at all in France, but we are starting to be sold in France. You would think you'd be huge in France. Uh, French people don't like change that much. So you've got to convince them that okay. bacteria are good for them. Got it. Even if we've got this reputation to actually not be that clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, the bacteria on skin was a bit weird for French people, but it's starting to really take on. And then I'm just back from Australia because we launched in Mecca, wow. which uh, is the best retailer in the world for cosmetics. And Sephora in Asia, so I was also in Singapore last month. So it's starting to be very international and I love it. What about America? Are you in America yet? Um a little bit, I'm trying to understand the American market, but I don't really know it. Okay. Uh, so we are trying, uh, but it's, I feel like uh, David Beckham trying to make it big in America. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, that's really, really exciting. And when did you start this brand? Three years ago. How have you done this much in three years? I've got no idea. Do like, you I sleep? didn't see it pass. I sleep really well. I sleep much better since I've got my own brand. I was really prone to anxiety, panic attacks, and everything before. And since now I've got my own thing, 
I sleep so much better. Wow. Because I was always really stressed that life is really short and was I enjoying life enough? Yeah. And uh, now I think I am. Speaking of enjoying life, what do you do for fun? Ooh, uh, so I love climbing, bouldering. Oh, do you boulder? Yeah. Well, so I'm really bad at it. I think I'm like bottom heavy. Uh, so like lifting things up is not that easy, but I really, really like it. Yeah, a lot of people love it. I hate it, but a lot of people love it. Yeah, it's not my thing. But uh, it's a problem you can solve in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can try again until you succeed. So it's quite satisfying because it's fast. And then you can watch other people uh, yes. climbing and it's amazing. Like I'm quite bad, but I love watching other I people. I like watching people do it. The moves that people do is crazy. It's so deliberate and delicate. Yeah. And all these little muscles everywhere. It's impressive. Oh, cool. You've got to really strengthen your hands. Yeah. I, uh, yesterday I was looking at guys doing uh, push-ups. You say push-ups? Yeah. yeah. Oh, with pull-ups. Only fing- yeah, pull-ups with only fingers. Uh, they've got like special little bars in climbing walls with uh, only finger holes. Huh? And so you've got like two fingers to do your... I can't even do a regular pull-up. Let no, alone me neither. Pull up and like people fingers. think I'm stupid because but I, I, I can't like already getting suspended for five seconds is big it's for me. It's very hard. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you boulder. What else? Are you a party animal? Absolutely not. I love crosswords <laughs> and herbal tea. And maybe one day we'll have my own herbal tea brand because I'm obsessed with it. Uh, Could we drink probiotics in tea? Oh my God. Yes. Like I need to, or prebiotics in tea. Oh, prebiotics. That's I'm trying. I'm trying stuff. Uh, for the moment, I had massive, massive failures. But I'm just back from Russia, where they create this fresh fruit tea. So they mix herbs and like red berries and some stuff and tea together. And it's like this super healthy, fresh tea that I absolutely love that I'm trying to recreate at home. I'm getting there, but it's a long process. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, this has been truly fascinating. And I know that everyone listening is going to want to go and try all your products. And honestly, every single product from you that I've tried, I adore. And it's one of those brands that you just you go to and you try it and and you just know it's going to be good. You're not scared to use it because it is for super sensitive skin. So that's one really great thing about the brand. So where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, On Instagram, we are at uh, Galine underscore beauté. Mm -hmm. uh, Beauté. Uh, and that's it we are, we are not social media animals yet I'm trying to learn I'm a social bit of media a, animals I'm a bit of a yeah tech dinosaur I have to say <laughs> well maybe your intern can help with that yes that's why she's here <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again for coming on the show and I can't wait to see all the new products you're going to start and I can't wait to get some Galinet all over my eczema covered arms because I need a, a miracle product so thank you Marie thank you so much it's thank been a pleasure you. thanks bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 